Hey there, and welcome to the Wholehearted Life podcast. Now, if you are anything like me, the young professional, I know that you are looking to live a more balanced and wholehearted life. Well, this podcast is going to show you exactly how to do that. So let's go. Hello, welcome to the Wholehearted Life podcast. Thank you for tuning into the show today. Uh, Today, I've got one of my best friends here, and her name is Dana. We love Dana. She's fabulous. You should definitely check her out on Instagram at Dana Snay. She's laughing. Um, But anyways, we are going to talk about the journey to loving your body and how societal norms and weight loss and diets and all of those things can play a huge role in that. And so what Dana is going to do is just kind of lead us into her story. She's recently lost over 40 pounds. She's soul cycling like an absolute champion and looks amazing. Um, But I think it's deeper than that. It's not really about the numbers on the scale. It's more about feeling confident in your skin. So Dana, tell us your story. Okay. Hi, I'm Dana. Um, And I guess I should start from the beginning. So I grew up in Miami, which is a very superficial place with, I feel like, uh, unrealistic beauty expectations. And when you grow up in that environment, I feel like you're just always aware of what you look like in a way that perhaps other kids are not um, when they're growing up. So I was never overweight until high school. I was always big and by big I mean super tall I'm 5'10 now but I probably I mean I was always the tallest person in the grade up until high school um so I was always just bigger than everyone else not just tall but like big big bone whatever never overweight though and I was talking to Blaze about how like my parents first put me on a diet when I was in fifth grade so I was like what 10 11 I don't know what age you are at that at that time um my parents put me on the South Beach diet. We were kind of just talking about my weight loss or weight gain, weight loss journey. Mm -hmm. Um, and so yeah, I was put on a diet in fifth grade. My parents would do things and they're good people. My parents are good people and they mean well, but you know, they're not perfect people. And, um, you know, they've kind of realized recently that the way that they went about certain things probably wasn't the best, but they would do stuff and I wasn't overweight in fifth grade, like put me on the South Beach diet or buy me clothes that were too small to have like, you know, gold clothes to fit into. Do they still do that? They do still do that, actually. How yeah. How does that make you feel? I don't even, it doesn't even bother me anymore because I feel like I... You're so used to it? I, but I've also just like, you know, I've had a therapist. I've, 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 I understand what the situation is and my parents no longer determine how I feel about myself. Good. Um... Which took me a long time to get over because I'm very close to my parents and I'm an only child. Mm-hmm. And, um, so. Okay, so tell us so, about the, go back to kind of the beginning, the weight loss journey. Weight loss or weight gain? Weight, weight gain. So, I was very active in middle school. I was on the volleyball team and the soccer team and I was really good at track and field. And then in high school, I was, I started off freshman year, I was running cross country and there's like really no way to be overweight if you're running long distance. Um, and then I joined the debate team and that took away the physical activity that I was doing, but also put me in an environment where I was traveling every weekend, going to these debate tournaments and, you know, my debate coaches were these two overweight men. We were eating Chick-fil-A and Burger King and all of the crap that you just shouldn't be eating. 
I was eating that like three meals a day, three days a week, every week. Um, But I'd say like my real weight gain started when I started smoking pot. And I really started smoking pot heavily, probably halfway through high school. I'd say I was doing it several times a week. And, um, you know, munchies are a real thing. And I would just, you know, I had no regard for what I was putting in my body. I was just eating, eating mindlessly. And my friends would do it too. And it was like, my friends weren't gaining weight and that fucking sucks. See, that's a really hard thing. And I think that I, we were kind of talking about this earlier, but that was like a huge internal struggle that I always had. Like I said, with my brothers, I have three brothers and they can literally eat whatever they wanted and they had six packs. And so like psychologically, I think it takes, I think you have to like actually fully develop your brain and grow up in order to realize that like you can't, everyone's body is different and I can't eat what someone else can eat. Yeah. Um, yes. And, you know, my I, growing up, I also was keenly aware at a young age of body image because my mom was always making negative comments about her own body. And my mom is, like, not overweight, never has been. Um, and, you know, she's always cared very much about how she looks. And she looks great. But, like, even, for example, just the other day, my dad got my mom this shirt. And my mom tried it on. And she looked good in it. She's just like, oh, I'm too fat for this. I'm never going to be able to wear this. It's just not for my body type. And she, she, I went on a date the other night. And she was like, do you really think you should be wearing that dress? Your legs don't look that good in it. And I was like, she said that? Yeah. And I was like, I was feeling so good about myself when wow. I put this dress on. I was feeling so hot. I'm about to go on this date. And now I feel weird about it. You know, so I guess it does still affect me a little bit. But I mean, how could it not, you know? Anyway, so I was gaining weight steadily in high school more and more. And, um... Then when I was a sophomore in high school, my dad got me a personal trainer for Christmas Mm. and I didn't want that. Like, I mean, I didn't hate it, but I I didn't ask for it, you know, and other things that they would do that probably didn't help my body image were like my dad would offer to pay me X amount of money to lose X amount of weight in X amount of time. Unreal to me. Yeah. There was this one time I had like a month before I was going on a cruise with my parents and um my dad offered to pay me five hundred dollars if I could lose 15 pounds in like three weeks oh my god and did you yeah but I was like crash dieting I did it terrible it wasn't like healthy or sustainable I was doing this crazy diet where I was eating like five bananas a day nothing else one day you eat only like six apples and like four pieces of turkey what yeah ridiculous I was like 15 16 looking up fad diets on the internet poor baby um so then I you know I gained the most weight my senior year of high school, I was battling depression, but also smoking weed every day mm-hmm. and, um, just really didn't give a shit like about anything in yeah. any aspect of my life. I just wanted to be done with high school and go to college. And so college freshman year, I like kind of did the same thing. I mean, my eating habits were so out of control. I was telling Blaze this the other yeah. day. It's pretty gross. And I would eat like a wheel of brie cheese for lunch. And, oh, gross. and how did you, did you feel like the, um, feeling out of control? Was that something like it developed over time or was it like you pulled out the stops? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like explain to me the lack so, of control. I'm ADHD. Like me too. Extremely. And I think people, especially women who are ADHD, we really struggle with impulse control. Yes. Um, and I feel like for me, snacking and binge eating was like one of those impulses. It was just yes. like, I would just eat what I wanted, not even think about it and just do it. And especially if I was high, there was just like, no, like I wasn't thinking no about it at all. No willpower at all. No willpower. And I think, you know, my parents were always nudging me to lose weight. And the thing is, is that in all aspects and this one too, but in all aspects of life, you can't 
make anyone make a change they're not ready to make. So, you know, my parents were just making me feel shitty, but not actually helping me do what What I needed to do. And I think, I don't even know what the moment was, but I think I liked a guy. That's exactly what it was. Mm. I know exactly who it was. And I was like, he's super into me, but he never makes a move on me. What is this about? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to lose weight for him, which is not the right way to do it either. But it gave you a why and people need a why no matter what their why is. And I lost a bit of weight doing that and we ended up hooking up. (laughs) What's up? (laughs) Um, I hope that's not why. Well, you're beautiful. Um, And I, I, you know, lost and then I was doing really well with my weight loss journey, slow and steady. This was in college. I was a sophomore. I'd lost like 20 pounds on my own. And, um, that, but then I got prescribed ADHD medication for the first time, which is also a doozy for your body confidence and your, yes. because I just lost, I like, I lost like 30 pounds in like a month because I just had zero appetite at all. And I really do think I also was prescribed ADHD medication. I don't believe that it, I, I believe it changes your metabolism. It doesn't just suppress your appetite yeah, because I, I practice intermittent fasting and I can fast for way longer than I used to not eat when I was taking that medication. And I was, you know, 20 pounds skinnier because I think it just speeds, it everything, speeds everything up. up. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I also poop way more when I'm on Adderall. Too. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I would, I, and people would be like, Oh my God, you look so good. What are you doing? And it was like, uh, literally chain smoking cigarettes and Eating not Adderall. Eating. Like, yeah. that's it. Like, it's and terrible. Not so it, it, it was weird because it was like, okay, my clothes are big. I'm way smaller. The mm-hmm. number on the scale is less, but I don't feel connected to this weight loss because I didn't do anything actively to achieve it. Interesting. You know? Yeah. Um, and then it became a thing where it was like, okay, after you're, you prescribe these medications for a certain amount of time, they don't work as well in that. So you have to up room. your, right. You either have to up your dose or you, I would have to like take a few weeks off of it. Cause it's like, okay, I'm gaining weight, but I'm still not eating. So like what's going on? But I think your body just it's, gets used to it. Yeah. And I think it also really messed with my metabolism. Cause I got all the way up after, after my first time quitting ADHD medication, I got all the way up to 260 pounds. Which was my highest weight for yeah. sure. Um, when was that? That was like a year and a half ago. Okay. And um, my dad sent me to a diet doctor who put me basically on different stimulants. What? Yeah, yeah. That, he spent like two thousand dollars doing that. That is to me. Because my mom unhealthy. tried it once and it worked for her, but I was like, look, I could just be on Adderall for way less. Like that's ridiculous. And it's also what works for one person doesn't work for another. And right. also we want to work on wellness. Yeah. Not just like taking a pill. Like that's Ugh, not, there is no pill. And my parents are very American in that way where they're like, Oh, you oh, feel sick. Okay. You have a cough, go to the doctor. Yeah. And that's not my style anymore. Me either. I'm like, um, let's go to whole foods and get some herbs. Yeah. Let's juice about it. Let's juice about it. Okay. Um, so when that ultimately failed, cause it did, I mean, sure. I went, and another thing is when you're on these ADHD medications, you have zero appetite when you're on it. But the minute you stop taking it, you are ravenously hungry. Ravenous. Like, like you have not eaten in days. Like, like I would order out three times a day. Just like, I was so hungry. It wasn't even just like me munching mindlessly eating. Like I was physically hungry. I know that feeling. So anyway, fast forward to when I broke up with my ex-boyfriend. I, okay. I lost probably 20 pounds, maybe, no, probably 10 pounds before, um, I broke up with my ex-boyfriend. I went vegan in July. Of what year? Of this, of 2017. Okay. Um, I went vegan in July and lost, um, like, I don't know, 10 pounds just initially right off the bat, cutting out dairy really 
pipes and um, but was still smoking pot and that really messes things up if you're trying to be you know if you're trying to get on your weight and you're trying to do something about it it's very hard it's also hard to just have motivation to work out every day if you're yeah. smoking you're like or I could just lay here right or I could just lay here order pizza right so I broke up with my ex-boyfriend in November and kind of like was like okay I'm gonna get my revenge body because fuck this guy He's yes and also, just for your you all's reference, listening to the show, we are recording in uh, May of 2018. Yeah. Okay. Wow, it's May 2018. Um, <laughs> things are yeah, happening in this world. <laughs> so, um, we broke up, and I went through a period of feeling depressed. And, like, it, I, I was in this relationship for four years and had definitely, like, you know, gotten content with myself and was just, like, he didn't really, I mean, he did care what I looked like. There was one point, actually, and this is when I went to the diet doctor, oh. where he was just like, Dana, you've let yourself go completely. And I was like, oh, that's a really shitty thing to hear. But how also, it, you're right. How did it feel when he said that? Really awful. And oh. that was, like, something that was, like, oh. Because, oh, I, I mean, it was, and he had gained a lot of weight in our relationship, too. Because, mm-hmm. like, we just both were just so. Not taking care of. Complacent, oh. you know? And he, he, had, he had a good gym routine going on, but I just didn't have the motivation for that. And, like, he went to this gross gym, and I was not about it. You fit? Yeah, you fit. Yep. <laughs> yep. I was like, no. You fit. I'm not going to that gym. That's disgusting. Yeah, you um, fit is in Miami. Okay. So, okay, I'm going to pass this guy. So, um, when we broke up, I started going to Equinox with my dad. I moved back in after I broke up with my when ex-boyfriend. That was in, well, I started going in right after uh, Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, and I, but I really, I got a personal trainer that I wanted, that I paid for, that I decided that I yes. wanted to do. That's amazing. Um, in January, and I did yes. that for two months, and I really, I mean, I got, I got it going, and it's really e- much easier to lose weight once you get into the pattern of doing that. Yes. So I stopped smoking pot, I started developing a healthy gym routine, and now I'm like really heavily into my soul cycle addiction. We are very, which is very heavily. Into yeah. That. Which is great. And I've lost like 40 something pounds yeah. so far and I still want to lose 40, but honestly I look for how much I weigh. Yeah. I feel like I look really good. You wouldn't know. I told my dad the other day how much I weigh and he was just like, there's just, I just can't believe you still weigh that much. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, thanks. I also <laughs> feel like people don't, every body is so different, you know, yeah. like I, okay. So you're five ten, I'm five eight and I weigh 160 let's say three pounds on a Friday. <laughs> yeah. And I'm um, 10 anyway, 215 pounds. Right. And but I feel like I look probably, I don't know. I don't know how, I probably look like I weigh 180. Okay. I, yeah. See, I think you look amazing, but it's like the number on the scale doesn't even matter. Because, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. So tell, tell me about like your, more your journey to confidence. Cause it seems like now, I mean, I, okay. So Dana and I have been friends for a few months, but she's lost probably 20 pounds since we became friends. And I feel like your confidence is higher than ever, but tell yeah. me about um, that with, for you. Yeah. So I've always been a confident person except for, well, not always because I've struggled with anxiety and depression before and that's definitely had a toll and I definitely feel better when I look better. Like I, it's just a true thing, but it's a real I thing. think in addition to just having more confidence because I know I look better, it's having this like healthy relationship yes. with my body and with fitness and with food that I never had before that just makes me feel better too. Um, so, you know, 
having, you know, making myself show up to SoulCycle five times a week and go to the gym twice a week and holding myself accountable has made me feel like I'm accomplishing something. Yes. Which helps confidence, but having a goal to work towards helps confidence. But I honestly am just getting so much more attention too from guys, which mm-hmm. helps. And, you know, those, I don't know, that's not the best indication of why you should feel confident because no. you don't want external validation, but everyone likes external validation let's be real yeah um but I just feel like yeah I feel like I look good and I fucking think I'm feeling myself yes so yeah okay thank you so much for sharing your story (laughs) Dana you'll hear from me in a few months when I'm at my goal weight yes except it's not about the number on the scale probably not even gonna um, tell me, uh, like a little bit about how your relationship with food has changed. Do you feel like you used to use it as an emotional crutch and how do you feel that you deal with that now? Yeah, I used to definitely eat emotionally and I, this is something I used to talk to my therapist about where she was like, cause I'm, I'm a person of extremes. That's something you have to know about me is that I, and it's just my personality. If I like you, I really like you. If I dislike you, I really dislike you. If I'm into soul cycle, I'm doing it five times a week. You know, it's like, there's no, I'm not good with, um, in betweens and moderation. Right. Moderation is not, it's something that I'm working on, Me too. but that's just the way that I am. So when I would eat, like I would eat, you know, or so it's very hard for me to find that balance. And I feel like that's a balance that I've struck finally in regards to food Uh, I used to do something where I'd be like okay really restrictive all week and then I can have a cheat meal and I don't even do cheat meals anymore no it's it's a lifestyle really like I eat healthy most of the time but if I really want something bad I'm just gonna eat it and not beat myself up about it right we ate ice cream last night and that's fine yeah and like we probably shouldn't have but like we're it's not a big deal yeah it's fine and we're it's not gonna affect our lives and now you know we're, we didn't, you know, we're intermittent fasting for the day. Yeah, we're intermittent fasting. But also, I think that that just helps detox the stuff out of our gut. Um, yeah. Okay, awesome. So, my last question for you, Dana, that I'm kind of started on the podcast, is I want you to tell me what makes your soul shine. <laughs> tell me. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm Anything. really just loving life right now. I'm just... You, I'm living in the moment, I feel like, for the first time ever, oh. and, you know, I am a very goal-oriented person, and I'm going to law school in a few months, and that's something that I know is not going to be the most fun, and uh, I'm just really living it up right now, and I feel like it can... Sometimes I, I get down on myself about it, because living with my parents and they see me living this life and they're just like wow like you're doing the most and you're like going out every weekend and you're you know hooking up with guys and you're going on dates and you know it's like and that's not I guess that's not like the best thing for a parent to see but honestly I am safe and I am healthy and I am living my best life I'm having so much fun and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that and I I feel good about my decisions for the most part you know I make mistakes like any human does but I'm really, I'm really happy. Like I get excited to wake up, you know? I love that. Yeah. Dana, thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. You're welcome. Loved having you on the show. Thanks. Love Loved having you here. We are, you know, <laughs> recording. We're in the middle of nowhere, Georgia. We're in the middle of nowhere, Georgia, recording a podcast. And I wouldn't want to be here with anyone else. Aw. Thank you so much, guys. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening to the Wholehearted Life podcast. I hope you really enjoyed today's content and I will be sharing more and more with you as the weeks go on. 
If you liked what you listened to today, please consider writing me a review and rating this podcast. I would totally appreciate it. Maybe just a few sentences telling everyone what you liked about the show. 